Welcome to the Booze Filled to Spirit Filled podcast. I am your host, Jamel Godlewski. Okay, everybody. Today, we are going to talk about specific spiritual disciplines. But I want to start with this. God, I have difficulty thinking of discipline as a positive and creative dimension of my relationship with you. I especially have difficulty seeing spiritual disciplines as a means of your grace in my life. Can't you simply touch me at the points of my brokenness and incompleteness and make me well and whole? Help me, Lord, to receive what you have for me here. Help me to be willing to put my feet on the narrow way of the disciplines that will bring me to complete freedom in your love. That's what I believe practicing spiritual disciplines can do. I only say that because I've actually experienced it in my life and continue to do that. I'm going to go through four specific disciplines, but within two of them, there are parts. The first one is prayer, meditation. Many people would say that they have a prayer life. You know, people put on Facebook, will you pray for me? Praying, praying, praying hands emoji. And I guess that's good. My question is, are they really? And are you really praying? Are you really individually communicating with God? Are you really actually doing that? And is prayer just a list of requests? I think that's what I call petition, petitioning God to intervene in someone's life. Lord, please heal so-and-so. Lord, Please be with so-and-so as they go through this difficult time. And those are good things. Those are good things. I do that. But then there's a part of prayer, the discipline of prayer, that is communicating with God, which means he communicates back with you. Right? Prayer is just communicating. But it's a two-way street. So in the practice of this discipline, there needs to be listening. Now, as you first start out, you're like, there's going to be these, you know, your mind goes all over the place like, oh, I need to do the laundry or, oh, I need to pay this bill or, you know, Johnny hasn't picked up his room and it's a mess. You know, your mind wanders during this prayer time, during this meditation time. That's okay. Keep practicing. Sometimes starting out with breath prayers. Breathe in, breathe out. Lord, hear my prayer. Breathe in, Lord, breathe out. Quiet my mind. Breathe in, spirit, breathe out, fill me. Those are great 
disciplines of prayer right there. They can really be centering. And then there's also corporate prayer. It is easy to say, I will pray for you. But if they're right in front of you, will you pray right then? I don't like praying in front of people. I'm not good with words. It's hard for me. Well, if you're with a group of people, corporate prayer can be very powerful. Powerful because if we come to this discipline with an open mind, an open heart, that is when the Holy Spirit really tends to come in. And as you begin to pray, sometimes you find yourself just stopping. And it might appear to be awkward awkward silence, but it's really the Holy Spirit working. You might feel emotions start to well up in yourself and others. You might feel God telling you to say something to somebody. Sometimes what I have found is in corporate prayer, there's a lot of intense silence, and it is amazing. So the first discipline is prayer, individual and corporate. Discipline, again, remember, is making the choice to work it into your schedule to make so you can grow and better yourself. All right, the next one is kind of an odd one. It's called spiritual reading. I would say it's reading the Bible. It might be, you know, it shouldn't be a fiction book, okay? If you want to grow spiritually, then you need to read books about growing spiritually. And it's not about reading number of words or pages. I would say pair prayer and spiritual reading together. God, help me to grow spiritually as I'm reading. So taking time to read is a good thing, okay? It's a way of growing deeper. It's a way, you know, a lot of times I think we, when I read, I am inspired, I am motivated, I'm encouraged, or I'm challenged, and I have more questions than answers. Now, we don't necessarily tend to like that, but it is a really good thing, okay? It's a great thing, actually. It's how your brain works. Your brain wants to work. The next spiritual discipline is called Lectio Divina. I had never heard of this until probably March of 2021. And there was an app that I downloaded and started. And then we talked about it in college. This was a game changer for me, everybody. Um, The app that I use is Lectio 365. So in this discipline, a discipline that maybe takes 10 minutes out of your day. Okay, everybody, you're not going to become a monk doing this unless you really want to. But there is silence. That's where you work on quieting your mind. The app is like a meditation app. It's wonderful. It's a great way to start your day. 
And then there's reading or having it read to you. I know for me, I usually prefer to read myself. However, I have found that in using this app, um, I am, am sensing more when it's read to me. I'm engaging my sense of hearing. And then there is some meditating on what has been read or what, has, what you've heard. There's a response time. What did it bring out in you when you heard this? What came to your mind? What came to your heart? And then the last part is then living it out. Lectio Divina, the app is Lectio 365. If you want to grow, I strongly suggest this app. You are going to change from the inside out. Lectio Divina, the app is Lectio 365. And the last spiritual discipline is liturgy. Now, in the church world, I always thought that just meant reading scripture. I'd, I mean, I've only heard it in a handful of churches. That's not what liturgy means. Liturgy has multiple components. It's it's a worship. It's not the kind of like in, in church, we tend to think that worship means um, singing songs. That's what we tend to think. That's not what this is meaning. This kind of worship is, it's the practice of seeking for your focus to be completely on God. It can be through music. It can be through, like I discussed in one of the early ones, like taking a nature walk. It can be on a lake, on water. It, I mean, like, it's the practice of seeking to have your complete focus being on God. That's a component of liturgy. There is, how are you daily living your life? What are your behaviors that keep you on this path? Next episode, by the way, is when our behaviors are keeping us from growing on this path. But today, part of liturgy is your worship, complete focus on God. What are your daily behaviors that are renewing that? How are you studying? And I mean study. All right? Like real studying. Then we have this word fasting as part of, of liturgy. Fasting, not necessarily meaning I'm not going to eat Doritos today. Or I'm not going to eat chocolate this week. Or I'm going to not have a soda for the next month. Fasting in a way such that you are separating yourself from something in order to offer yourself in a greater way to God. That's what's fasting. So it's got to be whatever it is you're giving up per se or sacrificing. You're using that time, that, that struggle, that Maybe if you are going to, let's say, fast from social media, okay, 
well, then that is your opportunity to dive into study and spiritual reading. Okay, so you're not just giving something up, but you're offering yourself to God in a greater way, larger measure. And then retreat, which really is, are you taking time to get away, setting apart time individually or corporately to give God one, your full and undivided attention. Some people would say that's going to church. Not everybody. And it can be a combination of things. So are you retreating? That's all part of liturgy. Liturgy would be the worship, bringing yourself to complete focus on God, your daily behaviors. In liturgy, there's study, there's fasting, and there's retreat. So let's review the four spiritual disciplines that I just had. There was prayer, individual and corporate, spiritual reading, Lectio Divina, and liturgy. So the question is, out of those disciplines, what's missing for you? Now, don't get the baseball bat and hit yourself over the head because you're thinking uh, all of them are missing. (laughs) Okay. Remember, discipline, the episode on discipline, just it's progress. Okay. It's, It's starting. So the next episode... I call it breaking it down because we're going to start breaking down what's missing. And then when you start doing that and you start taking those steps of discipline, God's going to really start working and there's good and bad parts to it. Forewarning. Okay. Once again, I'll probably have a pretty vulnerable episode in there or another, at least portion that'll be vulnerable where I'm going to share some honesty of what God has done in me during my last few years of really digging into spiritual disciplines. Again, the name of the book that I am using for this is Invitation to a Journey by Robert Mulholland. I'll have it in the show notes so you can look it up. I encourage you, if you have not listened to the earlier episodes, there is a rhyme and reason to the order. So please go back and listen to episodes one through three. Um, If you have questions or comments, um, please get a hold of me. My website's jamelgodlewski.com. Email jamelgodlewski at gmail. Find me on Facebook or Instagram. Let's touch base. I'm here to help you on your journey. You are not alone. And actually, it's through this journey is where this podcast really came from. But as I close today, I think what's going to happen if it's not already happening in you or for you, there's ups and downs, everybody. But I think what will happen as you start taking steps in discipline is your love for God will grow. As that grows, your love for yourself. That's why I always end the episodes with those two things. They do go hand in hand. 
So love God with all your heart, soul, and mind. And love yourself. He created you. And he does not create junk. Love God. Love yourself. Stay safe, everyone. See you next episode.